Welcome to Valley Community Church. Yes, we have our services, and we are having a great time. Last week was wonderful. For those who were able to come and enjoy our services together inside Valley Community Church Sanctuary. I want to welcome all our guests also. Thank you for viewing our broadcast, and we are excited that you are with us. I would like for you to turn your Bibles to Psalm 103, and let's begin to realize the benefits of living a kingdom lifestyle. Living a kingdom lifestyle is a series that we began a few weeks ago, and today we want to talk about forgiveness, a benefit in God's kingdom. So as you walk in kingdom lifestyle, you must always remember the benefits of the kingdom. You at your jobs, many of you have booklets that have benefits. But let me just tell you, God has a booklet, and it's called the Bible, and he has benefits for you and for me. Psalm 103, we're going to study verses 1 through 5, but probably get to verse 3 today. And uh, let's begin with verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, Bless his holy name. Then it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Let's pray. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name that the word of the Lord is going to pierce our hearts, our minds, and our souls, that we would recognize your benefit. We would receive revelation of your word that is transforming to our lives because we have chosen to live a kingdom lifestyle. Amen. So what he's saying here, the psalmist, he's telling us our soul sometimes does not bless the Lord. Yeah, you're right. Our soul, the flesh part of our soul does not bless the Lord. So what he said was, tell your soul to bless the Lord and never forget the benefits. When you feel like things, turmoil is happening and things are falling apart, go back to the benefits. Go back to what God said he has done and he is giving you that you just walk in it in this kingdom lifestyle, the benefits of the kingdom. Verse three, who forgives all your iniquities. Today, we're gonna talk about forgiveness and who heals all your diseases. Next week, We're going to talk about healing and the benefit of healing, and we're going to pray for you. So grab a hold of all your friends, come to church if you can, and we're going to pray for you, and we're going to see God do miraculous things. Now let's go back to who forgives all your iniquity. The question I want to ask is if God forgives all our iniquity, then what is iniquity? Did you know there's a difference between iniquity and transgression? Yes, it's all sin, but there is something you need to understand about iniquity and about transgression. Iniquity is on the inside. Think of it that way. It is in the heart. Iniquity is the inward motivation, and transgression is the outward movement or action of sin. So in order to understand the difference between iniquity and transgression, 
then what is transgression? Transgression, the English word is trespass. When you cross a line into someone's property, you trespass their property. You trespass a property line. So when you sin, you transgress one of God's property kingdom laws. It's an outward movement. It's what you do. Iniquity in the Hebrew speaks of perverseness or evil. So watch this also. Iniquity, according to the word, can be passed down from generation to generation. What does that mean? It's an inward bent that we are born with towards sin in a particular area. It is an inward bent in the heart that causes us to lean toward our particular area of sin. We're speaking of iniquity. So the explanation of that, let's just bring it out this way. Adultery might be the transgression, but lust might be the iniquity. Again, let's look at the definition of iniquity. An iniquity is the opposite of a need that only God can fulfill. Iniquity is the opposite of a need that only God can fulfill. Living a kingdom lifestyle, you have to have your needs met by God, not the world. So watch this. God is the only one that can be your security. God is the only one that can be your provision. I know you get paid by your job, but God's the one that planned that, proposed that to bring the money through your job to provide for your provision. If you don't allow God, you will fall into worry, fear, even manipulation, and even greed. These are the iniquities, the areas of the heart. So iniquity is opposite of a need you are not allowing God to meet. We must allow God to meet everything. He meets our needs. Inferiority is an iniquity because you're not allowing God to be your acceptance. If you know, living in kingdom lifestyle, you know that God accepts you because of the blood of Jesus Christ, and you know nothing can change that, then you will not have inferiority. You will know who you are in Christ. You will know who you are. You will live your life. When people say, why don't, why don't you do better in life? You know who you are, and you're living out God's purpose in your life and you will not fall into inferiority. Rejection is an iniquity because you're not allowing God to be welcomed into your life. It's amazing how I I have seen Christians especially that God is a part of their life, but there's a certain area, no, 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 God, you can't touch that. I have been through that. I got hurt. I got defensive, I got offended, I'm not going to allow anybody to do that again. I'm taking over that area, and I want to tell you, 
you will find rejection in your life because you're not allowing God to meet that need. Iniquity is on the inside. Transgression is on the outside. Iniquity is of the heart, and transgression is of the hand. Iniquity is the attitude, and transgression is the action. In Isaiah 53, 5, look what Jesus did. He was wounded for our transgression. A wound is on the outside. And he was bruised for our iniquities. A bruise is on the inside. So Jesus Christ took an outward wound for our transgressions and then took an inward bruising for our inward iniquities. Let me give you uh, it in another explanation. A father can be an alcoholic, but the son is not. Why? Alcoholism is a transgression that was motivated by an iniquity not allowing God to meet the need. The son is allowing God to meet the need so he doesn't need alcohol. Even though there's an inward bent towards that, God is meeting the need. He doesn't need alcohol. Let me ask you this. What inward bent or iniquities are inside of you today that you can be freed from today? Remember, one of the benefits of the kingdom is he forgives all our iniquities. Are you seeing this? Are you seeing all this psychological, everything, emotional, everything that is out in this world? Are you seeing that Jesus Christ on the cross took care of it? You could tell a lie or exaggerate. That's the transgression. What is the iniquity that is in your heart that caused you to lie? Was it inferiority? Was it fear? Or is it pride? What caused you to act? That is exactly what needs to be dealt with in your heart, the iniquity. Let's say it another way. When we do not allow God to meet our need, iniquity forms in our heart. When we do not walk in kingdom lifestyle and go into that secret place on a daily basis, that we can allow this iniquity to form in our heart. Let's read Psalm 103, verse 1 through 3 again. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities. So now with this, I want to talk to you about three benefits of forgiveness. Living in the kingdom lifestyle, what are the benefits of living in this forgiveness? First of all, he removes all of our transgressions. In Psalm 103, verse 10 through 12, let's read this. Watch this. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy towards those who fear him. 
As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. So the question is, how far is the east from the west? See, what God has done on the cross, he has totally abolished your transgressions. They are completely gone. He removed them. They have nothing against you. What does it mean he removed sin, transgression? Romans 4, 7 and 8 says this. Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is a man to whom the Lord shall not impute sin, not hold it against you. 2 Corinthians 5, 19. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. He has reconciled us back to him, a perfect God. You have the ability to fellowship and commune with a perfect God because God has removed transgression from you. In heaven, my sin is not on file. It's not in my file. It's not like Santa Claus checking it twice. My file is clean because the blood of Jesus wiped it clean. That's the benefit of kingdom lifestyle. Let me give you another picture of that. Satan tries to write in your file, but I'm just using this. This is not scriptural, but I'm just so you understand it. But it's like there's a chemical in the blood of Jesus that when the devil is writing, accusing you, it's like disappearing ink. It never will appear and it never will hold in heaven and on earth because you are walking clean in the blood of Jesus. Why? God put it all on Jesus and my account has been paid in full, past, present, and future. Look at Romans 4, 22 through 24. And therefore it was accounted to him for righteousness. Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but also for us. It shall be imputed to us who believe in him, who raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead. So my file, your file, doesn't say sin. It says righteousness. It says righteous. It's not by works. It's by grace. You confess to the Lord that he is Lord of your life, and he removes it through grace. The second thing that we get from forgiveness is he remembers our sins no more. Isaiah 43, 25. I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins for my own sake, so God can have a relationship with us. That's why. It's not because God can, you know, take care of all the sin, whether it's bad or really bad or terribly bad. It's that God does it for himself because he wants to relate with you. He loves you. That's why he sent his son, because the whole plan of God creating us is to have fellowship and relationship with us. So when I remember the benefit of living in the kingdom lifestyle, I have perfect relationship with God. 
God is holy and pure and cannot commune with sin. That is why it's for his sake. God loves you and sent his son to die so that can take place. So God blotted out and will not remember your sin. Look at Jeremiah 31, 34. No more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they all shall know me. From the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and their sin I will remember no more. Iniquity and transgressions are both sin. So what does it mean to forget? Let me explain this to you because I, I hear some people explain it and I, I just struggle with how they explain it. So just the way I bring it to you, this is my belief what the Word of God says. He says you can't remember it to use it against someone and it's a choice. So what God does, he chooses not to remember. It's not that God doesn't know, but he chooses never to bring it up again. He is all-knowing. The Bible says he's omniscient. So he knows all things. He has a knowledge of the sin, but chooses not to bring it up again. He knows that it is paid for, done, sealed. You are in Christ. He knows that. So he knows that it's not yours anymore, and he doesn't bring it up. He is omniscient. He knows all. My Bible tells me again the word righteous. Here's the third. He releases us from all our iniquities. What does that mean? Psalm 103 says, who forgives all our iniquities. Let me close with this. Forgive means to release. Iniquity means an inward bent. Something that inside of you, you have a passion and desire or a lust to do. So to forgive means he releases you from all your inward bent towards sin. Do you see that? You're free. Again, last week we talked about that you're you're not living your life through evil. You're running from evil. Today we're learning about forgiveness and sin. You don't go into sin and then try to work it out. Let's all work it out. No, you don't do that. What you have to realize when you're living in kingdom lifestyle and remember the benefits that you are free. You walk in the kingdom lifestyle, you are free from the inward bent. You don't have that lust towards that anymore because you know who you are in Christ. And you know the benefit of forgiveness. You are forgiven. You are released. That's the God that we serve. That's one of many benefits living in the kingdom of God and changing your lifestyle to follow after that spiritual truth. Whatever struggle you had, you're released in Jesus' name. Some of you may have been fighting for 20 years with a problem. Today is your day. Not because it's just this day. Today's your day 
because in your heart you know the truth and that truth has set you free. God bless you. See you next week.